Do you struggle to make decisions? You get cold feet and you just can't move forward. You're almost afraid to make those decisions. You're constantly questioning if you're doing it right. And you see it. You see that it's costing you money, it's costing you experience, and most importantly, it's costing you mental energy. And while you know you would love to be more decisive, you don't know how the heck to do it. So why in the heck do we avoid the decisions that we know are going to move the needle in our life? That's what we're talking about today. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Happy Wednesday, my friend. Hope you're having an incredible day so far. Does this this indecision resonate for you? You're thinking, why? Why am I not taking action on the life that I know I want? The life that I know deep down I'm capable of, but have somehow convinced myself out of? The main thoughts I want to bring forward here, and I've collected these from my clients, rooted down into what is really causing them the indecision. See if some or all of these resonate for you. What will people think? It's the fear of judgment. What if I make the wrong decision? Which is your fear of failure. What if I fail with what I choose? Fear of the unknown. I don't feel prepared enough to make a decision. Uh, We all love to say that. Hey, we'll do it when things are easier, when things are more quiet, when things are less busy. I like to accommodate others and let them choose. Instead of taking a moment to think, I default to pushing it off. This can inch into people-pleasing tendencies, and sometimes it's not even that. It's just a lack of awareness of how often you push the choice to somebody else. Reminding ourselves one more time of that question from the beginning. Why am I avoiding the things I know will move the needle in my life? First, I want to mention that indecision is not always a bad thing. Sometimes it just means that there is a lot of weight on the decision. What you're going to do in a relationship, whether you're going to stay or you're going to go. What house you're going to buy. What school you're going to go to. Whether you're going to quit your job and travel or you're going to stay at that job. When we start looking at the smaller decisions though, you're standing there and you can't decide for the life of you what soup to pick at the grocery store for dinner. And you're standing there for 20 minutes. And it is wasting way too much precious time and mental energy. These are the moments that we're speaking about. These micro moments that we are putting way too much weight on. And even the big decisions, let's talk about how to break them down so they don't seem like this completely overwhelming, dooming task that just suck the life out of you where you just, one, don't make a decision at all, or two, get someone else to make the decision for you. We know this, my friends. When we ask other people for decisions, I think I spoke about this in episode seven about growth being uncomfortable. The decisions that people make for us on our behalf, when we ask them to, when we outsource the decision is a projection of what they want and how they see the world. 
And while it's no doubt often rooted in love, at the same time, it is stealing your opportunity to build your dream life because they see the world a specific way and you see the world a specific way. So if you want to build your dream life, you got to start making your own decisions. Beautiful. I've got five points jotted down for you today. Let's go over them together and see which ones that you can apply and add to your toolbox for being a better decision maker. First and foremost, get to the root of why you are afraid. Fear is completely normal and it keeps us safe, but we're well aware now that our primal brain hasn't expanded all that much, right? We are no longer getting chased by woolly mammoths on the savannah. So often our fear is protecting us a little bit too much from these micro life decisions. So ask yourself what will happen if the fear comes true. Say you're struggling to decide if you should quit your job to go full-time in your business. Maybe it's that you're scared of the potential financial hit while you get going. Write all of the ways that you would manage it if it were to happen. All of the ways that you are strong enough, capable enough, and incredible enough to be able to keep going. Eliminate that catastrophizing habit and just recognize that you are so powerful. You will make it happen. Then we want to start building the habit and the skill of being decisive. Like any habit, like any skill, it's a practice. You need to repeatedly, actively work towards it to become better at it. So first, I want you to stop identifying with, I'm always indecisive. I'm so indecisive. I can't make a decision to save my life. Start switching the narrative in your head first. Simple lines like, I am working towards becoming a person who is decisive. So start with those really simple decisions, like dinner locations with your friends or your family, or even what you're going to eat for lunch on your own. Remember, the more you ask people, the more confusion it will bring. So the next time your colleagues come up to you and go, hey, where do you want to go for lunch? Don't go, oh, wherever you want to go. Say, I would really like Thai food today. Oh, I'd really like that sandwich shop down the street. Think about it for a second. Make the decision on your own. The next time something comes in and you're unsure how to handle it, don't immediately pick up the phone and call your sister. Don't immediately walk into the living room and ask your partner what you should do. Make the decision on your own and start micro because what's going to happen? What What's the fear of making the decision that you don't like the sandwich you picked for lunch? Okay, get a different sandwich tomorrow. A lot less scary, right? It's building the habit. It's building the muscle. Once we've started to build that muscle, we want to begin to release control. Now, this one's scary, and this one takes a lot of practice. So again, start micro. We cannot guarantee any outcome in this life. We know that as humans, high performers, maybe a little bit type A, we like to control, and that's not serving us. An awesome way to begin to release that control, even when it feels scary, is to recognize that most decisions are reversible and it's always an opportunity to learn. Of course, there are certain big decisions in life that once you make the decision, that's it. But that's not the case for most of our day-to-day decisions. So just take a step back 
and recognize that maybe you're putting too much weight on every decision. Bring it back to the sandwich. Is anyone going to die if you didn't enjoy your lunch sandwich? Of course not. So just make the decision. And then the opportunity to learn. Even if you royally screwed up that decision and you were like, damn, damn, this is why I don't make decisions. Take it as an opportunity to learn and grow. There was a reason that you have gone through that particular opportunity of growth. Yeah, it was the wrong decision. Yes, of course, there's so much to learn from it. And then dropping the all or nothing mindset around this. This is a big one for me. Stop thinking that there's only one right answer or one dream decision. We know there is endless options and opportunities and decisions to be made in this life. We are going to end up exactly where we need to be. So stop worrying so much that am I taking the right path? Am I doing the right thing? Just take one micro action and get one micro step closer. If that feels good, take another micro action in that direction. If the first micro action felt bad, no problem. It was a micro action. Take one step in a different direction now. This is how we stop being so indecisive. Now, when we talked about earlier of stop outsourcing the decision, stop asking your partner, your sister, your colleague, what you should do, talk it out or write it out. So talking it out, you got to be very careful with this one. You need to make it very clear to the human you're speaking to. Hey, I'm talking out loud at you right now. I don't want any feedback because remember, we want to make the decision and let them know, Hey, I'm really working on building this skill. Can I just talk something through with you? But can you please not give me any feedback? Perfect. Same, a great way to do this, which I personally love is journaling. When I am really unsure about what to do, I whip up my journal. I use my journal for so many other reasons as well, but I, it brings so much relief to see it on paper. A great example of this, I like to say it, is journaling is like solving a really complex math problem. So say you're trying to do it. You don't have a calculator. You don't have your phone. You have the option of doing the math problem in your head, or you have the option of doing the math on paper. Trying to do it in your head is so confusing and prone to more mistakes. Instead, Go and grab your pen and paper and brain dump all of the numbers onto the sheet so that you can have a better picture of what that problem is. That's just the same as making a decision. If you brain dump it, you see it all, it gives you perspective. It allows you to step back and overlook at the entire thing instead of fixating on one micro detail. So talk it out or write it out, but make sure you're not getting an opinion when you do that. Also, you know what? I'm going to add one little thing there too. With talking it out, you don't need to be talking to someone. Sometimes just talking things out out loud to no one. I know I like to do this on walks sometimes if I'm trying to navigate something. And I'll just chit chat with myself and you'll be amazed what you already know when you give yourself space to shine all your incredible knowledge from the subconscious that you don't even realize that you have. Beautiful. Okay. Number five, this is a big one. And this is a huge one I see with my clients. So I really want you guys to internalize this one. Once you've made a decision, move on. 
Stop ruminating or reevaluating the final decision. It is living in the past. Begin to build your confidence by standing behind your decision. Like we already mentioned, there are so many possibilities of things that we can do. Just look at dating apps, for example. And while there's, of course, there's nothing wrong with dating apps, you see a lot of the research and the studies where people are always just looking for the next best thing because there's just such an endless option of humans on the little screen that we always think we can have it better. But when it comes to the reality of a relationship, you choose to make it better. You choose to show up day after day. You don't even think that there's someone else out there. You just keep showing up because you decided to commit your life to this person. So it's the same with your decisions. Now, that's obviously a really big example. But come down to that with all of your decisions. I made this decision, so I'm going to find a way to make it work. Learning to let life be messy is so essential. And my friend, I am speaking from experience on this one. Dropping perfectionism on the outcome is your ticket to more ease in your day. I have to remind myself that all the time. And you will likely need to start doing that as well. The cost is too high to keep spending all of your mental energy this way. You don't recognize how much stress you're holding in your body. The mental energy that it takes to not make a decision will always outweigh the mental energy it takes to make a decision. It holds so heavy on our energy. That constant feeling of depletion and unease and you're always thinking, oh gosh, I have to do that. Oh gosh, I have to do that because you keep putting it off. Of course, one really easy way to keep on track with the micro ones is if it takes less than five minutes, just do it now. It's not worth the cost of having it weigh on your precious, precious energy instead of putting it off. So start practicing. Practice somewhere safe and easy of making the decisions. Get your partner to hold you accountable. Hey babe, help me out. I'm going to make the decision of where we eat for the next month. Text your sister. Hey, I'm really working hard on learning to make my own decision. When we go out on Saturday, I'm going to choose where we go. Is that okay? Mental decluttering and making decisions on your own is going to create ease in your day and also so much relief and space. Give yourself that gift, my friend. You are so freaking worth it. (laughs) All right. Talk to you next week. So grateful to hang out with you. If you're looking to enhance the goals that you're already working so hard towards, reprogram the subconscious mind while you either sleep, while you eat, while you work out. Subliminals are an incredibly effective way to do this. They are music with affirmations underneath. It repeats what you need most into your subconscious mind to begin to reprogram the way that you think. These are available on my page if you go to Styles Coaching on Instagram and click the link in the bio. I know I listen to mine every single night and I've seen massive differences in the way it supports my growth. Onward and upward.